0: Welcome to the Dualcast Season 2, Episode 2. Welcome back, guys. And um, it's been an interesting day. A couple of days here where we're from. It's actually really, really cold. Uh, more, colder than what I'm used to. I know, dude. It's not snowing, but <laughs> it's just I'm not used to this kind of weather. It's, yeah, uh, people
1: make fun of us, but we're not built for this,
0: man. I know. True. I'm a tropical person. <laughs> tropical. <laughs> No, I'm not even a tropical person either. Houston's so tropical. <laughs> right. We're by the water, dude. Near the beach. The beach yeah. Um, Man, it's actually... I've been uh, really excited, man, because w- we got a lot of good feedback from our last episode. I, I was like, man, we're not going to have any listeners. Everybody's going to be, like, gone. We're going to have to work hard to get everybody back. But apparently, we had a, a good amount of people... Reaching out to me and telling me how they met, they're they're so glad that we're back and they're already listening to the podcast already like on first on day one, and so definitely I want to give a shout out to y'all guys. Um, very happy that y'all y'all were waiting for us because you know we did <laughs> take two years to come back. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely excited, happy that y'all guys are happy that we're back, and we're gonna keep at it as best as we can possible. So um it's it's a uh, lunar's new year so happy lunar's new year um it's the year of the tiger so uh to uh, commemorate the <laughs> the year or does it the what do you call it i'm already messing up <laughs> the occasion there you, you go kidding. to commemorate the occasion i, I decided i was like <laughs> hey let's pick our favorite tiger in video games so uh, i'll go first uh uh, my favorite tiger in video games would be Ray from breath, uh, breath of fire three. So that's one of my favorite video games. And, uh, he's one of my favorite characters. So what about y'all guys?
2: Is that, is that a turn-based RPG? Like
0: our uh, yeah, breath of JRPG. fire three. Very cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, what,
1: what about him? Makes him your favorite character.
0: He's not my favorite <laughs> character. He's just my favorite <laughs> tiger character. <laughs> that you can think of. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh he's the one that finds uh, (laughs) the dragon.
1: Okay, spoiler! I didn't ask for that. Ah, Oh my
0: gosh! It happens right at the
2: beginning.
3: Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh,
2: I guess. Yeah, my. uh, So I immediately thought of Red Thirteen from Final Fantasy VII Sauce, but I remember there's a scene where he howls. So he's not a tiger. It's like a wolf or something. He's (laughs) He's like a
0: mixture, right?
2: Yeah. It's like, I don't, I thought he was like a tiger, but I don't know. So anyways.
0: Well, I was going to say that one too, but then I was like, no, he's not even a tiger. And if he was any kind of cat, he would be more of a, like a. Roar, growl or something. No, 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 no. Like what kind of cat would he be (laughs) if he was a cat? I mean, but he's
2: not a cat, so I guess... I know, that, but uh,
0: if he was a cat... Because he does kind of look like a cat. He has the tail, the long tail. Most cats are usually the ones that have long tails.
2: That's true. Well, that and I think that's why I thought he was at first. But um, anyways, but then I thought of Kimari from FF10. And so he's not really like a tiger, but he's like a tiger man kind of thing. So he's really cool. So that's the person I take.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ronso. Everybody hates them. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Wish them.
1: I knew who all those were.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, tell us yours. We'll, we'll eventually, hopefully, play a final breath of fire. So,
1: yeah. No. Well, that's what I'm looking forward to learning all these. Who all these people are. Um, but I have two that I couldn't really pick between. Um, one of them is Raiku or Raikou uh, from Pokemon. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. One Of the le- legendary, I, I call them legendary dogs. I think that that's what, what they're known as. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I wanted to really catch him because he looked the coolest to me. Uh, and I eventually did in Pokemon Silver, yeah, gold, or uh, star. with my Master Ball. It was a waste. You could have you supposed to save <laughs> that for Lugia or something. Um, but but based purely on looks, and because I like like trick Pokemon like Jolteon to Pikachu, um, and then the other one. Was uh just the Khajiit race from the Elder Scrolls? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because oh, I, I yeah. love playing a thief. Um, Man. And they have the uh, racial bonus to thief or to I think stealth. sneaking, yeah. stealing, stealth. Yeah. Pip pick, pickpocketing, um, picking locks. So the Khajiit are one of my favorite in the Elder Scrolls series. Yeah.
0: Good pick. Good pick. Man, I love Elder Scrolls. I can't believe I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean. If you look at them, they look more like bobcats because they're so—they're kind of skinny and slim. They don't look like big, bulky tigers, um, but they're technically a tiger race.
0: Yeah, I accept any cat animal. So, <laughs> <we're all right. laughs> so yeah. Um, so I was gonna ask. So besides the game of the week, have you guys been playing anything interesting? Dude. No,
1: I mean, I except for maybe an idle mobile game that I have, uh, I've really been doing just the retro gaming because it it's a lot more fun than any other games I have right
0: now. <laughs> yeah,
2: Brian, I was, uh, I so you guys know I told y'all that I was gonna buy some World of Warcraft time, and so yeah. I actually played a little That's bit. Right. I've been playing a little bit of classic. Um, it's definitely not as fun because <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, it's been okay. <laughs> uh, it's been okay. Like uh, I've been kind of just doing it like it is a pretty chill thing because uh, it's literally just like random questing, right? And it's a lot of like running, so that's kind of also what makes it boring. And but seeing that, and the I've been able to kind of compare better, like Final Fantasy Fourteen, and that's the MMO that we play sometimes together. So it's been I, I've I've been enjoying it, but uh, I definitely think like it's probably not as like as great as you might remember. Right. As I, I probably remember, but it's been OK. So I've been playing a little bit of that. So,
0: yeah, I thought yeah, you, you were going to start You want
1: to play again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think that would probably be the probably the only way I would probably keep playing is if had someone else to play with. I think that's probably makes it fun, right? But if it's like just you. So and I think also like uh since it's not really like a story-based game, like fourteen, you can kinda like just kinda come in and out, right? And playing it. So it's been it's been okay. It's felt really casual. Are
1: are you on a PvE server or PvP?
2: So I picked they have like RP servers now. So the one I picked was a PvP RP server uh so and role
3: playing
2: yeah they have they're called ro- their role yeah, playing servers now, you, which is like you, it's encouraged i guess
0: you had to talk you had to talk old english dude um
1: i know what what's the name of the inn that's south of the uh alliance castle
2: yeah uh, goldshire, goldshire yeah is it goldshire? goldshire
1: do not go to goldshire <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and rp server bro <laughs> <laughs> no well
0: yeah yeah no do i've, we'll some I've heard stuff of it there. yeah now you guys know what sp- they do there.
2: <laughs> There's like a specific server, right? That's like. Was oh, it
0: a brothel or something? Or? Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Much, it's yeah. Like <laughs> a <RP-like>, yeah.
1: Super hard <laughs> RP stuff.
0: Dude. Oh man! They
1: definitely that. role play there.
0: <laughs> Interesting. So that's what that's well, what me. I'm yeah, no, yeah. Now, uh, well, I just been. I haven't been playing anything, but I have been kind of trying to like see what game i might want to play on the side just something easy you know something you can pick up that's not going to interfere with the game of the week um maybe if we ever pick a game that isn't as long <laughs> then uh, mm-hmm. uh you know i can play the game of the week and then just pick up on another game but really um i've been kind of leaning towards dragon quest or dragon warrior games yeah for some reason. Um because i really don't want to play final fantasy tactics cuz i I'm, i want to see if we pick it <laughs> if the real <laughs> gaming chooses it or not
3: yeah
0: i was i was going to let fate decide but uh <laughs> but i don't know yeah yeah i'm just but I, you know just something small. I, like i really now that i have the the Ambernic, uh rg351 i i really just kind of want to pick up all these like handheld games for some reason like i just want to play all these handheld games cuz they look so good on it um, and now with, that, with this grip that Esteban gave me, like, it just, it's just so much easier, dude, to, like, to play games, to just, I feel like I'm just carrying around really an Xbox is. controller. It's so, it's so good. No dude. more cramps. Exactly. I haven't cramped up or anything. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to. <laughs> this heals cramps. Okay. I know, right? I'm hoping that I'll be able to just, you know, pick up Metroid again. Um, cause I'm like, mm. it's so, it's just easier on your hands though. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah trying to figure out, I don't know, I'll, I'll see what, what game really pulls me in. So. Definitely. Uh, I wanted to bring up, uh, PlayStation buying Bungie dude. Like, I know it's a main event, like a current event kind of situation, but you know, let's just talk about it and see, you know, I want to hear y'all guys' opinions and stuff. So. Brian, you can go first. I already can tell you have something to
2: say. Oh yeah, yeah sure. Uh I <laughs> I uh obviously it's not like groundbreaking I feel as um Microsoft getting uh Blizzard Activision or even Bethesda, right? It's a bit of a smaller acquisition even though it's like almost 4 billion dollars, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. But uh I think uh so PlayStation has great exclusives like God of War, Horizon, um, you know, other games like that. Has Square Enix sometimes does like timed exclusives with them. So they have a lot of great games, a lot of great single player story driven games, Uncharted, stuff like that. So this fills a gap in their lineup, right? Because they don't really have uh, like a live service game that's like a continuous they tried to kind of do that with Avengers even though it's technically on Xbox I think also but that game is not very good uh and they don't really have a um first party shooter right so Bungie coming in with Destiny fills in those that gap that they that they're missing and oh first person yeah first person and live service model like um Bungie has been doing that since Destiny 1 right which has been probably six, seven years ago already. So they they've kind of <clears throat> have the practice of what it takes to run a live service game. So this is gonna help Sony in that regards. Now I don't know if y'all know like the details. I, I can't say I know all the details, but they're saying that they don't that Bungie's still gonna kinda of remain kinda of independent, that supposedly they're not gonna do exclusivity, uh, exclusive to PlayStation. I could change with games in the future. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a good pickup and, you know, we also have to give respect to Bungie cause they created one of like the, the best, you know, first person shooters in halo. So they have the talent, you know, they, they have, they can make great games. So it's a good pickup. It's very cool. I think it's a good partnership. I'm excited to see. Uh, like I said, I don't think it's groundbreaking of what Microsoft has been doing, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. So
0: yeah um yeah
1: I, I i did hear that they were gonna you know they're gonna keep their plans to uh have destiny be both on playstation and on xbox so it makes sense you don't want to pull the rug out from under uh your fans definitely especially because i think it's cross-platform i don't remember <laughs> um but yeah it, it is a good acquire uh i would like them to sit, uh, to make some exclusive games for playstation just because like you said the playstation doesn't really have anything Um kinda of like Halo. And to me, Halo is such a it's like a it's like one of the classic arena shooters. Um and you don't get many of those nowadays. Uh you know, like Halo, like it just reminds you of like Quake. You know, you got, you got your super weapons, you got everybody's kind of on the same level playing field. Everybody moves the same speed. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't think there's any like perks or uh what's it what's it called? Kill streaks yet in Halo in the newer newer mm-hmm. ones. Um so, you know, it's, it's more of a, even, I always even say like a gaming sport, like an esport title title yeah. type of competitive shooter. Um, and yeah, it, yeah. Like you said, it, it, it'd be good for, for Sony to have something up their sleeve like that soon. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that because they really need something like that, that that's not cross platform. Like Call of Duty is going to, I don't see Call of Duty being exclusive to, uh, Xbox, even though, um. You know that was acquired by Microsoft, yeah. Uh, Activision, um, so yeah, they, they need something that they want to keep it some any kind of edge. So definitely agree, they're good for them.
0: Yeah, the time that I played Destiny, I, I liked it, it's a good game. I like the whole idea of it. I just wish they made it in a third person view mm. because for mm, some yeah. reason, first person games I just can't play them, like it's it just. It's not. I I can't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it, like it throws me off. I I have to. I have to play it from a third person view for me to really like kind of enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. I get like. I think I get like kind of disoriented. Like I I I don't know which way is which whenever I'm playing a first person shooter. It really jacks me up. So. <laughs> <laughs> So if they, that, dude, I was so excited when Anthem came out because I was like, oh, it's going to be similar <laughs> to <laughs> Destiny, but in third-person view, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then it just sucked. But,
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sasso. <laughs> I, I really hope. I can't imagine what that was like.
0: Oh, man. I, n- I never even played it. I just, like, heard so many people complaining about it. And I was like, nobody's ever going to play this with me, so. yeah, But, like, I really enjoy, like, uh what's the the division? Like the I division, really like yeah. like division, like you know. I dude I, Gears I loved of Gears of War, yeah. Gears of War, I love that mm. game. Like it was such a fun game. And it was cool because I used to play that with my brother and uh I think Brian, I think we played it a couple of times too, right?
2: Yeah, we played it through once. But we I think
0: also another game, Army of Two.
2: Yeah, like, we played remember that. Remember that?
0: That one's like a third person. Like I love those games, like they're great games, but once you put it in first-person view, like I'm done. <laughs> like I just I get so like confused and like too and, immersive. Get, it just throws me off, man. <laughs> I get to...
1: I can I can see that. I mean that that makes sense. And yeah. and I don't know if you know. I, I mean, Salsa, you should know this. You know, you 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 know about PCs and stuff. I'm sure you know about PC games. Yeah, the field of view in PC games. Uh there's a slider for it so it makes you be to be able to see a lot more that's around you so it kind of like gives the fisheye effect almost if you put it up too high so it it brings in all the rest of your peripheral vision um but so that's like that can go really high but in console games it's really low so you like everything's almost in your face so it's that to me whenever i first went from pc gaming to console gaming that was really disorienting it felt like I couldn't see enough at my, to my sides. Yeah. Um, so of course you're, if you're playing a competitive game, you know, and uh, like Halo, uh, you kind of need fast reflexes, you kind of need to look quick to your side and stuff to scope your surroundings. That can definitely make you dizzy. You <laughs> yeah. know, if you, if you want to be good at all at those kind of shooter games, it's, if it's competitive and not just a, a, a story mode or yeah. something, you gotta be pretty quick and that that can get pretty disorienting,
0: yeah, I definitely give props to people who can play uh first person shooters. It's just it's it's uh you definitely need skills and i I don't have those. <laughs> 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 dude but, i just
1: see one youtube video of someone being like stupid good at a console shooter i'm like okay i'm not getting that game anymore screw that yeah. <laughs>
0: like
1: it just it's so discouraging
0: <laughs> no yeah i see people like just they just barely turned and saw somebody jumping in the air and they shot him in the air like in well, within like a couple of seconds and i'm just like i'd have to wait for that person to land on the floor run a couple of miles and then not be able to shoot them <laughs> but like, not shoot them in the air, or people that throw like the grenades in the air and they shoot it in the air. Yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah. But, anyway, so I'm guessing
1: you're hoping Bungie makes an RPG or a <laughs> third person shooter.
0: I I hope they yeah they use their their abilities <laughs> to make a third person for me exclusively, for you, just for you. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but hopefully,
1: someone a developer over there is listening to this podcast right now.
0: Bungie, I'm sure they are. <laughs>
3: Dude, no, I, but uh, uh-huh.
2: I, we we have a friend. I'm not gonna say who it is, but when he used to play Halo online, you know the fun funny thing is to like talk mess or whatever. He would every time he get on, he's like, "Yeah, my dad works at Bungie," and he would like play like killing people. Like, "Yeah, my dad works at Bungie." I'm like, what? <laughs> okay.
1: Was it even true?
2: No, <laughs> it's a it's a guy from church. <laughs> so we all know. No, oh, dad okay. doesn't work at Bungie i am going to go to him like man,
0: I don't know your dad worked with Bungie. <laughs> no, yeah. It uh but and another thing too is like um PlayStation said they were working on this deal with Bungie for before mm-hmm. even Microsoft announced mm-hmm. uh them buying Activision. Uh, interesting.
3: interesting.
0: Yeah. So so who knows like, you know, I don't think they're trying to like buy buy other like the, Companies up before Microsoft buys everyone, but definitely um gonna start turning into like a Netflix situation. Yeah,
2: Netflix versus Hulu.
0: <laughs> Hulu.
1: Yeah, and it's just for for me. It's I, I've never subscribed to the whole console wars. You know, where you pick your side and the other the other side's the enemy. You know, and you just you just rag on them and oh, your oh, my console's better like. I don't even think I like the idea of exclusives in general, but I understand why you need exclusives. Because yeah. otherwise one company would have a monopoly on gaming. Uh, So that's that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to have to get two consoles. Like, I just want to play the game on one. But yeah. I, I understand the need for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So.
3: And even though, like, technically,
2: like you said, exclusivity is bad for, you know, gamers in general because it limits the platform on which they are able to choose to play on right um so even though i think in a time where we're used to like sharing and like everything kind of everywhere it's weird now we're moving into like like you guys said it's actually going to be more exclusive than ever (laughs) so yeah it seems like yeah so it's
3: going to be interesting to see
0: Yeah. So we'll see where this goes. I don't know. Like, I just, I love PlayStation so much. (laughs) And I don't want to give up on them, but. But. Xbox sounds nice right now.
1: It sounds like a really. It really does.
2: Nice option.
0: Man. Game
2: Pass.
1: Yeah, Game Pass alone sounds amazing.
2: Well, I mean, like, and like with Game Pass, I'm pretty sure you, it kind of includes the online, you know, playability. So. Not only can you play online with your friends, but all of a sudden you have a catalog of like 100 games that you can play with friends. Like, that's crazy. Like, you can just say, Hey, that just makes sense. Yeah. Like, dude, let's just try this game tonight instead of this. Like, let's try this one. Or, you know, so it's yeah. just like a, it's creating, it creates like a really cool way to game. Like, cause before we'd all have to buy the $60 game that we all want to play together. Or if it's like free to play, you know, that's, one thing, but it's just I don't know it's, it's it's pretty, it sounds really
0: nice, yeah, but then again, too, like not everybody has the same computer that or computer capabilities, I guess that's why everybody kind of leans toward consoles because it's the everybody buys the same thing, you know, but if yeah. somebody goes towards a computer, you know you everybody's is gonna be different unless they're buying the same com- computer, but anyways, it's just. I'm I'm just Game Pass. What is it like? Fifty bucks a year or fifty bucks a month? I think it's a a year. I think. Um, yeah, that's that's, that's
1: true. That's a steal.
0: That's crazy because you pay. How much do we have to pay for like a brand new game? Like sixty, seventy bucks. Yeah. And then fifty dollars for a whole year for hundred games. It's Just yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about the year
2: thing. It could be fifty to sixty dollars. Kind of how um. PlayStation Plus is, but it's definitely in the like ten to twenty range per month. I'm pretty sure of that. Mm. So
0: yeah. What kind of gaming podcast is this? We don't know what how much Game Pass is.
1: (laughs) We're retro gaming.
0: There you go.
2: (laughs) Speaking of retro games. (laughs)
0: Speaking of retro games. All right, our topic of the month. I mean, our topic of the week. Week. i'll write down a couple of things uh, according to wikipedia so the franchise began in 1996 in japan as pocket monsters red and green two years lead- later released outside of japan as pokemon red and blue pokemon yellow came coming out in 1999 with pikachu as the starter so originally on the game boy handheld system and developed by game freak and published by nintendo Pokemon is the fourth best-selling video game franchise of all time and more than 9.85 million copies sold in the U.S. 31.38 sold worldwide, including Red, Green, and Blue. There's been a remake of Red, Green, as Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, And then, uh, oh, that that was released in 2004. And then Red, Blue, Yellow, Green were released on the Nintendo 3DS 3DS Virtual Console in 2016 in Japan only. Um, And then there was remakes of Yellow as Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, released on Nintendo Switch uh, in 2018. And that's just Generation 1. So as of today, (laughs) we're on Generation (laughs) 8 with Pokemon Legends Arceus. No, That's crazy. Yeah, it's Arceus, right?
2: Arceus or Arceus, Mm -hmm. I don't know pretty sure whichever is fine
0: i know
1: so i have a question for y'all yes um and sasso i know that you you now have all that but before (laughs) you look that up in all honesty what did you think came first the game the trading card game or if you even knew there was an anime or sorry a, a manga the manga or the anime show what do you think came first i
0: remember well in the united states Um, the game, I remember seeing the game being played by my friends before the show came out. Wow, yeah. So, remember when I was told, yeah, that my dad bought me a Game Boy and then he took it back in a week? Yeah, (laughs) so my friend was supposed to let me borrow Pokemon, and I was gonna let him borrow, um, uh, Zelda. And we were going to trade it and stuff like that. And But my dad took it back and I didn't get a chance to play it. But yeah, I was going to try out Pokemon on the Game Boy Color.
1: Did he? Mm-hmm. Uh, did your dad find out that Pokemon stands for Pocket Monsters <laughs> and he didn't want that in his house?
0: I'm pretty sure that would have changed his mind, yeah. <laughs>
1: How about you, Brian? What did you think came first or if if you can remember?
2: Yeah, I don't know if I can really remember. I just, I do know that maybe I played and watched the cartoon maybe around the same time. I think Mm. maybe I kind of later realized that red and blue came out before the show because I also had yellow when it came out and I noticed in yellow, you see like Jesse and James, you know, and you see like Pikachu, (laughs) like it follows the cartoon way more. And so maybe I think that was kind of like one of the hints that like Red and blue feels so weird because like Team Rocket looks totally different. Like Pikachu is nowhere to be seen as like a main character in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe I didn't know. Maybe it took me a while to kind of realize that. but I did think that red and blue is kind of weird that there's no Pikachu. There's none, you know, Misty and Brock are like bad guys, you know, the gym leaders. So so you know, yeah. <laughs> I I, Wait, I do you
3: have...
0: consider the gym leaders bad guy?
3: I mean As a
2: kid, I did. I was like,
0: yeah. I thought thought they were the boss fights, you know. Like, I thought they were just the coaches, you know, that you find (laughs) at the gym. Like, they just work there.
1: The gym leaders Makes Uh, sense. Gym rats. uh, I I
0: don't think. Yeah, you know, they're just lifting weights. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, I know we're
2: going to talk about a lot of stuff, but I think one thing that made me feel that is the gym battle music, dude. And that the gym battle music is like it's like more intense right so like like you're in a fight for your life right now (laughs) like so and when they beat you you obviously like them less because they just killed all your pokemon so
1: took your money apparently
2: yeah
0: you lose money every time you beat them so yeah what's definitely iconic to me is the intro music to the game before you even Mm -hmm. start it like everybody has heard it like everybody has seen that intro like you like you automatically know even though i didn't get a chance to play it with my friends like i still got a chance to like see people play it and stuff like that and so like i just heard that intro so many times when people were turning on their game like their games and stuff and so it's it's definitely iconic it still is it's probably one of the best intros out there in video games
1: oh yeah i would i would say so the
2: opening notes to me are like the highlight right you're like, yep. what the? And then you see the little, the two guys, you know, fight like, okay. battling it out. Yeah, it's pretty epic. <laughs> it's pretty epic.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, what's it's funny that you, uh, what's funny about that to me is I remember the intro but always with the Game Freak logo sound effect first yeah, yeah you know what i'm talking about where it shows a game freak logo and then <laughs> little stars start yeah. flying by and then the music starts like that every time i think about the pokemon theme it's always like that like it starts with that the mm-hmm. only and it's just
2: i was just the only thing close to that in my opinion is the playstation 1 startup screen yeah but two, the two <laughs> exactly. logos it goes through like it's yeah. those are like super iconic and yeah. pokemon intro is definitely up there
0: Oh, man, the Mm -hmm. PlayStation 1 start, starter (laughs) screen, dude, it's just so incredible. It's incredible, (laughs) but like, it's my favorite time consuming. (laughs) I feel like so long. But but because (laughs) we had to wait. So, yeah, we had to wait. I wouldn't wait. It fades out. There's nothing else I would rather be (laughs) listening to if I have to wait. So
2: it's preparing you for all the load screens in the game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, For
1: the, the rest of the waiting, yeah,
0: yeah. So, I made the mistake of playing this game with the volume down all the way.
3: Mm. Um, <laughs> so
0: I didn't get a chance. Okay, first of all, um, which version did you play? I played the Game Boy Advance version Fire Red. Uh, what did y'all play? I,
2: I think we all ended up playing the Game Boy Advance version. I was trying to play the original on a cartridge, but my Game Boy SP, Advanced SP, like the backlight doesn't work. So the screen is so dark. Um, so I ended up, I had a save file on my from leaf green. So I just played that. But uh, but I have played the original one, red or blue and yellow. I've played them all several times. So I, I feel like I'm pretty, like I remember those games still really well. Yeah. So.
1: I played a Game Boy Advance version of uh, Fire Red, too. Yeah. I was actually going to say, Brian, you missed an opportunity to play uh, Pokemon Yellow. Since you didn't have a backlight, that would have been, like, taking oh. it way back, <laughs> like, on the first Game
2: Boy. <laughs> no, dude, and I thought I could do it, bro. That's why I started. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I don't care. if i have a back. This is, like, old times. Dude, I only lasted, like... <laughs> Like just the first gym or something, it was. I couldn't, do I don't know, it. know how we did it back then, dude, dude. I don't know, man. Don't know. Played outside a lot,
0: <laughs> dude. The guy walks so slow in the beginning, yeah. so I think, uh, speed having the speed up ability, like fast forward, like yes, it definitely helps. <laughs> so and then when you
1: get the running shoes in fire red like you run so fast and fast forward (laughs)
0: yeah that's what i was about to say too like uh there's a lot of things that you don't get in the original that you get in fire red um right and then quality uh, of life
2: stuff
0: yeah and so but even some like pokeballs like uh i don't know if i'm skipping ahead maybe i should wait yeah, but music-wise, any other section of music that, besides the start screen and the battles, uh, how did y'all feel when y'all were walking around? <laughs> 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 what did well, the music make you feel while you were walking yeah. so slow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, well, I you know what's crazy is like um I, man, I can't hundred percent confirm, but I'm pretty sure that uh there's like eight nine ten towns I think you can go to. I know there's eight badges, right, but then there's also like maybe one or two towns that don't have gyms, so there's probably like ten ish towns mm-hmm. um what I liked about the music is that um even though each town does not have its own theme. It still feels new going into every town. Like the, the theme does change between the towns kind of randomly. I'm not really sure, but I think just having that, the, the theme changed between three or four like town themes just gave it like, you know, it just made each town feel like so new. So I'm glad they didn't just go like with one town theme or something. So mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. Um, and I think along with, uh I mean, the battle music is great, right? because uh you know when it's when it's the encounter style gaming, you know, random encounter style, uh I love the opening line of the battle right It's a, like, and it's like this kind of like chaotic right thing so it's it's kind of like this like you don't know what it's about to happen, and it goes great with Pokemon because you don't know what Pokemon you're about to encounter like it's just kind of like that 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 little two second window is like is filled with so much like. Anticipation and like, like thought and wonder. So it's kind of cool how like the music kind of invokes that. And then to kind of go along with music uh, is to me is like sound and how so cool that all hundred and fifty Pokemon have like their own little sound and roar that they have when you encounter them. So I think it, especially for especially for the original Game Boy, right? Not the Game Boy Advance, like the original Game Boy. Like to be able to uh get 150 monsters and, and give each of them their own roar their own sound like that's kind of cool and it comes out like it's a way to help distinguish like you know each pokemon's personality and stuff so uh dude i love i love the music and
0: i love the sound yeah. and the sound designer the that for did a great job it's, i mean the
1: detail in that you know that each each Pokemon has its own sound. Like imagine like there a couple of guys just sit in a mixing studio. Like, does this sound right to you? Like, I'm just tweak it a little, like just the, the attention to detail in that yeah. just alone. But The is limitation, amazing. you know, I, like
0: mm-hmm. how limited yeah. you are with the, the sounds that you have to use from, and then to be able to come up. Cause how many Pokemon are there? A hundred 150. I mean, yeah. In the first
1: generation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just goes to lot. show that they, they had a vision like of how they wanted each Pokemon to sound they had a vision for the whole game and it's just that those kind of details just show that kind of thing. And yeah, it's I think it's really effective in what it tries to do. Like this kind of goes into the d- other designs of the game, like the art design, but you know, the accompanying screen wipes and uh, the screen flashing, whenever you're transitioning into a battle
3: mm-hmm.
1: paired with that sound, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's so startling even the sound that it makes whenever like a trainer sees you like,
2: (laughs) and a
1: little exclamation point, you know, it's, it startles you. And especially when you're walking through like a tunnel or through the grass and you don't, you never know at any second, a Pokemon can attack you and then it just, it startles you. And it's so effective. The sound alone at like doing that to you.
2: Yeah. And I think like what's important to remember is that you spend a majority of the game in those those few transition seconds right so mm-hmm. like you dude how many encounters do you go through throughout a playthrough the game like it's hundreds maybe thousands. thousand I don't know man. <laughs> so it's like that the fact that you can like you said I, I love the mention of the fighting the trainer all those things that it never feels super boring or never feels like I mean it can feel repetitive right obviously but it just mm-hmm. it has a bit
3: of freshness right like that starling that that excitement. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. nice. So, can we can
0: we go to the next category?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do it. Uh level design. Um did you was there ever a time where y'all like the first time y'all played Pokemon, obviously now that y'all played it again, y'all know where to go, but the first time y'all played it, uh, did you know did you feel like it was pretty pretty linear? Uh, or did you, were you kind of confused about where you had to go next?
1: So for me, uh, I think the game actually does, does a pretty good job with uh, funneling you to where you need to go, kind of hinting at um, areas that haven't opened up yet but might later. Um, I kind of ran into some areas, uh, even in this playthrough, where I couldn't remember what I was supposed to do. Like, okay, I go here, that didn't work. I go here, that didn't work. But there's always somewhere to go Mm -hmm. that will lead you to the next uh, portion of the game or will open a path that wasn't available before. And you just got to walk around and find what you, what the path that you open. Like it could be that an NPC just moved over to the left and now you can go to a house. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be now you have an ability to open up a path. Um, (laughs) Finally, the uh, old man got off the floor
0: yeah <laughs> He's like, oh, exactly. I, I can't go around this old man i have to <laughs> go somewhere else apparently
1: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> or the the gr- grumpy old man who hasn't had his coffee yet yep yeah uh but yeah it, it does a That's great hilarious. job at that um and i think and you know it, it, it can get a little grating uh but what helps with that whole i guess you could call it an exploration aspect uh is the encounters uh the fact that you do want to catch more pokemon so you're trying to look around see if there's more grass more areas that you can look at um yeah i, th- I think the level design is great uh some of the level design can get a little confusing uh especially in the tunnels uh the first mm-hmm. time i remember the first time that i played <laughs> a pokemon game going into a diglett cave or any or mount moon I was so lost. Like yeah. I could not remember where I had been already. And I would be just going on the, on one, on one floor, just in circles and circles. And I would come up to a ladder and like, did I go up that ladder or down that ladder? <laughs> you know, like I couldn't yeah. remember if I came from yeah. it or it's a new ladder. Um, and then by that time, my Pokemon are all dying because <laughs> yeah. I didn't level them up enough. And I'm taking so long to get out of the stupid cave. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Um, so at times it can be a little frustrating, but overall I, I feel like it does a great job at, it leading you
2: yeah i think um uh yeah i kind of have a lot to say because there's two things two points i want to hit real quick Uh, i do agree i just want to like how how it um it does kind of like you have it kind of like forks off into three ways right and you could go only one of those obviously the correct way to be honest like when i played it i was i was in elementary I, and I was like the second or third person of my friends to get the game. So I actually had help. So I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't know if I could have passed the game by myself when I was a kid, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, like really quick, how yeah. far did y'all get? Like, did y'all make it to, I guess my one thing is, did y'all get the HMO 5 flash? Did y'all find that? Because yes, I think I'm that's the next thing to do, right? Because um, that's after Diglett, Diglett Cave, kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I beat the third uh, gym leader, Yeah. and then I got Flash, and then, yeah, I was in the cave already, kind of, I was on my way out of that cave, so we're still pretty, what, like, halfway sure. through, the, through the game, but it's just, you know, it's a lot to ask for in one week. Oh, yeah, but, yeah no, that's totally yeah, yeah. okay. I, no, no, I, I, yeah. I
1: think I was neck and neck with Sasso, I was in that cave, yeah. I, I had already gotten Flash, um, so mm-hmm. we're, we're in the same spot, pretty much.
2: And I only bring a flash because, dude, I know the first time I didn't know where to get flash from. I was like, how can I get through this cave? It's totally dark. And one of my friends had to tell me, like, dude, you got to get HMO5 flash from the doctor's aid or the professor's aid." So, like, I remember just certain things like that. Uh, as a kid, you know, as a kid, I, I wasn't, I wasn't totally sure, like, uh, what to, like, where to go, yeah. how to do it.
0: Well, what age group do you think Pokemon was leaning towards? I mean, I think definitely uh, that's kids. A good question.
2: I think kids uh, yeah,
0: do you think like kids ki- would be able to do because like, it is an easy game. You only have four moves per Pokemon, um but like some of them were like kind of like, I don't know, do the, <sighs> you know how back in the days these these games had instruction books. And a lot of, like, the hints and, and, like, guides, guidelines were in the instruction book. So if you were to get the game without the instruction book, you were kind of, like, lost. Like, with Zelda, like, you know, the first Legend of Zelda, like, you have to read the instruction book before you play that game because you'll be completely lost. You have no idea what's going on. Mm. You can't play the game without it, but you're just like, why is this guy here? He just came out of nowhere. Like, no, no nobody has said anything. This And this old man just gave you a wooden sword you know <laughs> anyways but like that i'm I'm just wondering because like even for me i'm like 37 years old and i was just like man how how was somebody gonna know that you have to go yeah. to this guy and get it but it, it is pretty linear but you st- in some sections you still got to go out of your way to uh, you know
1: what's funny is for most retro games that's the question i always have like how did people do this back think in the day, know. you know. Now we're we're so coddled and so handheld, like.
0: And the internet. I just don't understand. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, to like, I think y'all will agree. Like, when you play, when we when we think about older games, part of the weird charm is like how we got stuck, or how it was hard, or how, what yeah. the things that we did. Right, like I didn't mm. know to go this way, so then I just grinded my Pokemon up to like ten levels. You know higher. you know like things like that and, no and here's yeah for no reason because i was stuck because i just kept running around so dude I, I don't know i i do believe it was meant for like high school and younger you know if high schoolers played it but even i can remember which i think i think high schoolers did play maybe middle school kids but that that's the yeah. age group that i believe that it was for and even though it was hard like that's what we did as kids right that's like we play these games, and it was like the wonder, the excitement, and like figuring out what to do, where to go, and then you know, if you really want to get into like, their strategy guides. I remember I had like the Pokemon, like the Red strategy guide, so that was cool. But uh, here's the other thing, like, oh, uh, I n- I know you said it was easy, I dude, I still don't think it was easy because one thing I think that was big. Oh, you mentioned the four moves, right? Well, in the you know remakes, uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green, you could. Like, see the move, you could see what type of move it was, and you could see how powerful the move is, right? When you look through your uh, character.
0: Oh.
2: So, in the original, in the you don't have any of that information. Like, you don't know oh
0: my what
2: I did not know what Leech Seed did for Bulbasaur when, when he learned it. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know that it was a, an attack that it didn't even attack him at first, right? He just planted a seed in the opponent, and then you slowly <laughs> drain life, right? But there's no explanation. There's no, like, you didn't even know. um, I said it was a grass type, right? So, it's like, once you learned it, once you agreed to learn it, it was, like, grass. It was a grass type. But then, like, there was no description of, like, and then there's, like, is it a special attack? Is it a physical attack? Like, there's a lot of explanation that you don't have in the original one. And even the power level. Dude, having the power level of each move, like, 60 power, and it even gives you the accuracy, Mm. right? 60 power, 100 accuracy. Bro, none of that info is in the original red and blue. So, like, as your Pokemon is learning moves, sometimes you get rid of a really good move for a really crappy move. (laughs) And, like, you wouldn't even... Or, like, a TM, right? I remember, like, when I get TMs, you do you just give TMs to any Pokemon. He's, like, so happy and so excited you got a TM. And then when you use it, you erase a good move and you can never get that good move back and you're stuck with, like, a crappy move. So it's like... (laughs) So I will say, like, I don't know if it was totally easy, but it was discovery, right? It was all, like, yeah. about learning. It was all about seeing, like, what worked and what didn't. And that was, that in itself was kind of some of the exciting stuff. Um, I want to mention really quick HMs. Like, um, <clears throat> one thing I think is really interesting is the HMs as a form of progression in the game, right? And how you were saying, Esteban, like, mm. it kind of unlocking, right? They're basically unlocking tools. Uh, for the game, and how I don't know if y'all have played any recent ones. I played Sword and Shield. I played Shield, and I'm pretty sure there's no HMS in the game anymore. And oh, really? Yeah. And if they do have HMS, I think it's like you don't run into the really hardcore like block offs like you, like that that you did in the original ones. So, and I think a lot of old RPGs did this they would have systems that were really like it may seem like a good idea but when you think about it it's really intense and hms looking back on it like dude they 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 dictate what you do how where you go how to go but they also dictate your pokemon that you use the list of pokemon so i remember on my replays of the game i would literally plan out my six pokemon before i even started And I always have to account for five HMs out of my six lineup. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's like, like I'd always have to have a flying Pokemon. So I'd even, I'd always have to catch Pidgey or Spearow, right? That's pretty Mm -hmm. much my only two options. Cause like Butterfree can't learn fly. Charizard and the old one didn't learn fly. So it was like, it was really weird. And then like, you'd have to have a water Pokemon for surf. You'd have to have like cut was the worst. Cut is like such a weak move but you have to have cut, right? Cause there's mm. trees everywhere that you got to cut down and you can't walk around. <laughs> so like you, you'd have to have a grass Pokemon for cut or, or like Sandshrew, or, you know, uh, you'd have to have a Pokemon with nails basically to, to <laughs> cut. Yeah. So like looking back on it, it's just like, it, it really limited like your experimentation with your, with your lineup. Right. You couldn't have like five fire Pokemon or like, five water Pokemon like you can do like the fantasy thing right mm. like you have to like account for HMs and what you could do is like teach a Pokemon an HM move then when you need them you pull them out of your PC then you you know it's a bit of a hassle you can oh, do HM that. slave yeah pretty much right oh and then like you couldn't forget the HM moves you can only uh, erase them later down the line uh but
1: oh I didn't know that actually
2: yeah so HM moves once you teach them an HM move you if he's trying to learn a new ability, you can't erase the HM move. Like it forbids you from doing that. So you, the only this is way, making
1: me hate HMs. <laughs>
2: Dude, <laughs> HMs are like, it's so, that's why they're gone now, right? That's why they're not even really a thing anymore. But just looking back, I just, I, I realized like how much of a hindrance they were. And, and like the last point on that is like the, the last part of the game is called victory road. So after you get all eight of your badges, you go to victory road. And it is a grueling path. Like you have to, not only is it like just a path you walk first, then you have to go through like the biggest cave in the game. So it's not Mm. like, it's not like Mount Moon Cave. It's a huge cave. And then in there, you have to use Flash, right? But, and so along this path to Victory Road, you have to use like all of your HMs. Like you need them to get across from point A to point B. So like, in that sense, you needed your best Pokemon to have HM's to get through not only the grueling final uh, road, but the obstacles that are so like HM's are just like so like looking back, on it, I'm just like man, HM's are not great. But you know that's why in the newer games, I think they just became less and less part of your progression, which I think is a plus. But just kind of taking that into perspective, because imagine a kid who already has six Pokemon. But none of them are water Pokemon, so none of them can surf. And so, like, he has to, like, kind of go through and find, you know what I mean? So, like, it, HM's just really affected the way you played. And, and it was kind of part of the fun back then. But looking back on it, it was like, it would have been even more fun if you could just have whatever six Pokemon you like and you could get yeah. through in some other way, you know?
0: Yeah. I feel, I feel like Mankey can surf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He seems like the bro type, like the surfer bro type. Yeah. He has
0: legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Geo, dude.
1: This <laughs> is funny. You now, like that. Now that you're talking about HMS, it's just, it, just to play devil's advocate, I, I, mm-hmm. I kind of even think that maybe, maybe they use those as a way for you to branch out. Yeah. Maybe they thought, yeah, people want to, you know, want the fantasy team and just all water, all fire, all wind. Um. But, you know, let's just do something in the game that makes people venture out mm-hmm. and and use the other aspects of the game, like using a fishing rod to try to catch a water Pokemon. Um, you know, maybe maybe that's what it was for. Yeah. I don't know. But it, they definitely now thinking back, they 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 were terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, overall for the experience, it, uh, it makes sense why they removed them now.
2: Yeah. And like. Am I like, would I want to play a version of the game without HM's? I don't know, like, I'm, I love this game so much. I really do. Um, I, think, I think that's a great... I, th- I, th- I think it's good. I think, in the end, it was okay to have that, right? I don't think it, like, killed the game experience. It was totally good. It's totally good. I just... I do think, like, yeah, it was, a, it was just a little much. Maybe loosen up a little. Maybe have, like, two or three HMs, but, you know, they went for five, and it's like... So, I think could I think they could have struck a better balance, right? Because mm. I do think it's funny how literally every playthrough I had Pidgey, I always had Pidgey, right? Because I knew I needed yeah. him to fly places. So you know, so it's kind of like I think I do agree, Esteban. I, I think it is a really smart way of like, hey, get a water Pokemon, it'll help you. Hey, get a Pokemon that that can use Strength, you know, like or even Flash. Mm. So I do think I do agree, but I think they could have like they could have balanced it maybe a little bit more on the the friendlier side, right? Of like two HMs, two HMs would have been good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, max. (laughs) Um, I guess we can, um, since we're talking about design, level design, uh, what about monster design? Um, what do you think about the the designs of the monsters? And like, um, I guess we already kind of talked about it a little bit, but
2: yeah, we talked a little bit with the sound,
0: but, um, I just real quick.
2: I just think that, you know coming up with 150 pokemon is no easy feat right and so just credit to those guys um i think i think a lot so to me the pros are just uh they're just all really creative man i, I sometimes the most simplest ones are the coolest like squirtle literally a blue turtle but he's like <laughs> so cool like he's like you know so and he's it's like been a, a timeless design so i uh I really, I mean, character design is awesome. Uh, really quick, Esteban, I think something I, I keep seeing recently, more than ever, is how people they like they like to bash on the middle evolutions of the three evolution Pokemon. So, like, people will just bash on like Charmeleon because they're like, "How does Charmeleon? How do you go from Charmeleon to Charizard?" Like. It's like trying to bridge the gap, right? From Charmander oh. to Charizard. Like, yeah. And like how bad of a job Charmeleon is, how bad of a stopgap. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, no. I like, yeah, like I like Charmeleon. I'm but sorry, I took offense. Yeah, like people I've seen recently do, or like how War Turtle, like how oh, does War Turtle, like he doesn't look anything like Blastoise. And I'm like, I get okay, well,
1: <laughs> What do you
2: think? That's what well? okay, I'm thinking. So, it.
1: So. <laughs> We are, or they are. Yeah, but they Blastoise, I can see Charizard. He he literally looks like Charmeleon with yeah. wings to me. Sure, yeah, and Charmeleon literally looks like a taller, skinnier Charmander, Charmander yeah. but with like a horn on the back of his head now. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know, Char- Charmander. Like I said, I take offense. That was my starter. <laughs> um, uh, Squirtle. It makes a little more sense to me. Uh from squirtle to war tor Tortle or turtle? Yeah, war, war turtle. turtle, yeah. War turtle. I think so, um, oh
3: yeah. I, I, I you know,
1: it's it's progressive because <laughs> it's more progressive because he has, you know, has little wings that he gets on his head or whatever. He still looks like a squirtle. But, but he then, can't fly. <laughs> it's true.
0: <No. laughs> but then
1: but then you, you know you get Blastoise all of a sudden who looks like a he looks like a snapping turtle. Yeah. But True. I, I can understand that. It's I guess it's on a Pokemon by Pokemon basis. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But that is something I thought of when I think in design. Like those thoughts never occurred to me. I just like it is what it is, and I loved it. You know. But
1: it's have funny how on their hands. Yeah,
2: yeah. People have been. I recently saw that like on social media. It's like yeah. man, why are they hating on Charmeleon?
0: <laughs> I I I think Gen One are my favorite design. I think after that, I think they were kind of running out of ideas and just started <laughs> doing whatever. And they didn't. I, I think these the first ones were like the best ones. They they just seemed. Yeah. I don't know if because I grew up with them, but. Yeah. Well, if I
2: remember. Well, they, uh, they
1: seem more simple, okay. don't they? Like they seem more simple. And now as the generations go on, it feels like they're just pulling it out of thin air because they. Yeah. It's just their designs are a little like kind of out there now, and like okay, mm. that Pokemon looks literally just like an ice cream scoop, like <laughs> ice, ice cream, cream cone. Yeah. It's, you know, well, I guess granted, Voltorb is literally just a Pokemon, <laughs> a Pokeball. Pokeball. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I. Uh, yeah, like see, I do think like simple, but I also think they were just more appealing, right? They're just more appealing in Gen One. Yeah. I don't know if if it's nostalgia. But uh, I did read, I didn't do a ton of history research, but I did read this that, um, that I think they took like the longest time developing the first game than they did any other game. And that there was apparently like, I think like 200 or like 300 Pokemon they had, and then they narrowed it down to 150. So technically, if if that that was the process, you're getting the best of the best, right? Because they had the most time to polish them the ideas mm. and the, so um obviously i do agree esteban i think following some of the following generations are just like not good but maybe it was just because like the first one you know it's just like so special the the way they developed it the time that they had like so maybe that's part of it but that yeah there was way more appealing to me like first gen is, is the best for sure
3: yeah.
1: yeah and even just their design in the game like within the game the mm-hmm. the pixel art it's it's great like it gets the point across of what you're looking at even the the view from the back of the pokemon yeah. i think they did a great job like because you know you you spend so much looking at them from the front but whenever you're throwing your pokemon out you see them you know the the other angle um the one that i remember vividly though that i thought was kind of dumb in pokemon yellow or one of the first ones is Mankey because literally manky from the back angle looks like noodles going in the air because his hands are (laughs) it's just a couple of noodles like what the heck is that what is that okay
2: i do agree that like the dude the art the pixel like the front view pokemon oh so good dude i feel like it's just so so i said it's about Fusion too it's just so head and shoulders above a lot of the game boy games like seeing charizard seeing blast toys like oh such great i do i don't i'm maybe like 50 50 on the back art. <laughs> i think some of the back some of the back ones are just like you don't know what you're looking at or why i remember uh like vaporion is one like i don't know if you remember vaporion looks like but it looks like a like a flower worm thing i don't know so yeah, I'm like fifty fifty on the back, the back pixels, but for sure on the front, like mm-hmm. they're epic.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What about the characters, like the <laughs> the gym leaders, or like the you know, like the people that you run into? <laughs> I think one of the oh, one of the guys that I ran into in one of the caves, he was dressed like a Pokemon. <laughs> <Poco-nerd>. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was Pokemon. <laughs> and I was just like, what the. Heck? <laughs> well they pokemon
1: like, was one of my first yeah. animes so whenever i played the game i was like why are they standing like that like why is one leg up in the air and like <laughs> why are, why are that? they standing with their legs leg spread across like it's just the the poses i i wasn't you know used to that seeing anime and stuff so all the poses that they would do and stuff was just kind of weird to me but i was like okay i mean the game's fun
0: <laughs> yeah i definitely enjoy the game boy advance uh design of characters and pokemon obviously better like they just game boy Advance is so much more ahead and yeah and uh yeah and design compared to the game boy but uh but still the game boy is pretty good you know it's not that bad but it's way it got
1: got the point across exactly you know the game boy advance just hit it out of the park yeah design
0: it's just funny whenever you're like in the world and you're walking around everybody's so stubby like
1: They're so cute.
0: Yeah, so. I think characters
2: the the probably the only thing that I'll mention is just how good the game was at making you not like Gary, your rival. Oh yeah, like the way he talked. He just like the way he, he talk, just looks smug too. Yeah, like he's always like overly confident. See you later, nerd. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> see you
2: later, I think loser. He calls you nerd a lot. Yeah, he calls you yeah. something. Yeah, so it's like. I mean, dude. He, I guess you could say he's the best character in the game because he probably has like he has the most development, and he's just they did such a good job <laughs> at like making you hate his guts and like want to beat him mm-hmm. every time, and like have no mercy on him when you fight him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, that's um, what I think about characters.
0: Yeah. So um, we did talk about difficulty already, like uh, difficulty on the game. Like I, I, like I said, I thought that you know. A little kid would have a hard time with the with this game. I know i had a hard time with it, and Brian said the same thing. Um, what was I going to say? Esteban, what, how do you feel when it comes to difficulty?
3: So difficulty,
1: um, I, I can start off with saying uh, as far as, I guess, to touch on what I said earlier about finding the correct path and, you know, exploring and... <clears throat> Knowing what to do next, it's it's a little hard because it is one of those retro games that you know it doesn't it, it didn't always hold your hand, but it still tried to funnel you to the right places. Um, like I totally forgot in this run through or in this playthrough that you need to go to your rival's house to get the mm. map from his mom. Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie, I used a guide <laughs> uh, towards the end there, and I was like where's route 22? I need to get Mankey to beat Brock. And I, I just, I couldn't find it. And yeah. then uh, I had to Google that. And finally I realized, oh, okay, you have to go to your rival's house. So stuff like that. Um, you know, it doesn't make it impossible, obviously, but it's definitely something that, you know, back then they had guides for. Um, and back when I was a kid, I didn't know about types and what's weak against what. Yeah. Even now in, in this playthrough, I had to look everything up. There's some things that were obvious, like, you know, fire burns plants pretty well sure. in real life. So it makes sense that plant Pokemon are weak against fire. But then a Pokemon like Oddish, who mm-hmm. looks like a plant, right. isn't really as weak yeah. um, to fire. Uh, so just poison. all the different.
2: Yeah, poison.
1: Yeah, it's a poison type. Exactly. So and, you know, I didn't know that kind of stuff. And so it's, it's a lot of stuff that you had to learn if you didn't already uh, either play the, the card game or watch the anime to learn that kind of stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so I, I think difficulty wise, it, it's, it's really not that difficult. It's, it's a learning curve um, because the people who get really into Pokemon, man, they, they get really into it. Yeah. They, they know it like the back of their hand. Um, and I, I, never was really that, that kind of person. My, my Pokemon team was just what Pokemon looks the coolest. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I would just try to get through the game like that no matter what. Um,
0: we didn't really s- say what our starters were.
1: Oh, true. Uh, do you want to do that real quick right now? M- mine was uh, Charmander. You could tell because I got really offended earlier. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brian? I, uh, <clears throat> well, <clears throat> I had. Brian guessed uh, it.
2: <laughs> well, uh, I tried to remember. I, so I did put two plate. To start files or whatever i try i did bulbasaur right first um just because i knew no one else picked him
0: <laughs> um
2: and uh but yeah he's the right for the original game he's the easiest way to get through the first two uh gyms bulbasaur is cool i really like bulbasaur so and sasso
0: would you uh i did squirtle because i just just dis- picked the one that i thought looked the coolest yeah is
2: awesome, dude.
0: They're all great. Gosh, I don't know. (laughs) But the thing is that he has really good defense. And I would much rather be a tank than
3: Mm. offense,
0: DPS, because of the fact that at least I'll live longer, you know, to try to maybe figure (laughs) out how to beat it. But uh, You'll get more turns to figure it out. That's usually my strategy with certain things like, okay, I just want the most defense because it's just going to keep me alive longer.
1: Yeah, and and I guess that that's that's a great point that that plays into the difficulty, you know, just knowing what Pokemon are stronger, uh, have stronger defense stats than uh, attack stats. And um, even even with this playthrough, I didn't really get deep into that. I just I I winged it. Um, Oh, no, I downloaded the chart.
0: (laughs) <laughs> i looked up the oh, chart yeah. for, the to saying, see yeah. what's weak against what because i was like okay i only have a week to play this so let's try yeah. to <laughs> do, do as much damage um, as possible yeah
1: mm-hmm. and, and to me pokemon is the most boiled down version of an rpg as it gets as far as types that are weak against each other mm-hmm. um also leveling is a huge part like it doesn't matter if you have a type that's super effective against another type. If it's not high enough level, it can get wrecked. Yeah. Um, so to me, because it's an old game, you know, it, it's one of the basics of RPGs. Um, and that, I guess, tying into that into difficulty, um, for me, it, it, was, it was a little challenging. Uh, just even grinding Pokemon to get to the right level, just it took a while. Um, and that can get a little grating over time. Um, but yeah I don't know it's the difficulty isn't really high but it's just a lot of repetitiveness for sure
3: yeah yeah um
2: with that with that I was wondering if we could if I could just we could share a little bit on the battle design then since we've been talking about like types and stats and stuff like that um so I think pokemon while yes I do agree it's definitely like such a like easy to grasp like system right like you're fire and water is bad right so it's like (laughs) it's got that super (laughs) core mechanic uh i think like and as y'all know like in the future obviously not the future but after red and blue there was many other versions and the game became competitive right so there is like a, it's one of those things where like uh it it has a you know, the floor is, is it's a low floor, right? Cause like it's a starting point. But I there is a bit of when you get really specific, it does have a very high ceiling, right? Cause then you get into like stats and stat growth and the rate of stat growth and like so there's like a lot of like things that people who are like you said us so are really into it. They get like really, really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just want to talk about the battle design a little bit. So Pros, right? Pros, I think is what Aswan said. It's so it's easy to grasp and, and it's great. Um, I think that um, and I think S- uh, Sasa, what you're saying like about the defense and stuff. While that is true, right? One thing that I think is a con, and I don't really know if it was a con in this game as much, but uh, it essentially the game turns into like a really advanced paper rock scissor match right yeah um Mm -hmm. which which can work and i think it does work and it was worked for a long time i think i'm only bringing up like the cons of this because i recently played shield and you would not believe like how much has not changed (laughs) like how they have not really evolved the combat as much as they probably should have and so, what ends up happening in later games uh, is like your, your, your list of Pokemon is literally like you're just trying to do like a shotgun spread of types. And then there's so many types, right? Like, so you're just trying to get as many types to counter as many types as you can. And then, really, the most important stat is speed. Like, you want to go first mm-hmm. so your attack can kill. And usually, uh, in, in more in later games, Battles between Pokemon only last like two turns each at the most. Like, so you get two shots to try and kill the other guy. And that's why, like, while defense is good, it's kind of not that important because the, yeah. it's, the battle system is so strapped to the elemental types. Like, there's really little variance. Like, if you're fighting someone who's the, who's the wrong type against you... The defense buff moves—they're not going to help. Like you're not going to have enough time to to lower their accuracy, right? You're not going to have enough time to hire up your evasion. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's either speed—you go first and kill them, or you might get like another shot. So, like that's
0: where I was going to go, if you don't mind me, um, yeah, interrupting, yeah, um, that's interesting because, uh. I went into the game with the mentality of like, oh, I'm going to get a tank Pokemon because (laughs) I want to be strong so I can last longer. But it's like how you said, it doesn't even matter because it's all about elements. Mm -hmm. If you, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a tank because even rocks die fast if you squirt water on them.
2: Yeah, and they have a high defense, right?
0: (laughs) It doesn't matter. Yeah. So then, that's when I was like, "Oh well, man!" And it's completely true what Brian said about speed. If you attack first, you're done. Yeah. Like, because if I know your weakness, then and I attack first, I'm gonna use your weakness and just kill you in one shot. Which is what my yeah. whole gameplay was like. I figured out <laughs> who was what. I I had the Pokemon to to attack with, and I just hit, killed them on first shot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, and I would be like two levels underneath the pokemon that i'm fighting and i would still like one shot them yeah so because i I was the element that needed to be to weaken you so
2: and like it it feels so good though right like when you're playing the game especially as a kid it feels so good when you have like the right element and it kind of feels like things fall into place for you right like oh super effective what like you see that (laughs) that line you're like yes and maybe you didn't know what the types were at the start of the battle, right? And, and obviously, but since people have grown older, like, now it's very, like, formula. Like, this is the Pokemon to use. This is the step. Like, so, it, like, I think Game Freak had a golden idea, and I think just people learned how to exploit it, like, way too much, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and, and the last thing I want to talk about battle design is, is while it's great, it's kind of turned, it hasn't evolved, which has made it, it's you can see the cracks now, right? You can see the cracks now in the design. So it's good, but it's, it's kind of turned into whatever. What I wanna bring up is Arceus, the new game, and I haven't played it. I've seen some reviews on it. Is Arceus I think has done something or Arceus, however you want to pronounce it, has introduced something to the battle system that's like it's 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 needed for a long time. So one thing that you can do in the game is that you learn the moves, right? Um, but the poke now when you select a move, let's say you want to do like a body slam. It's just a normal move, right? Well, now what you can do is now you have a speed version of that move or a strong version of that move. So the speed version you will attack quicker and sooner, but it's less powerful. And a strong attack will deal more damage, but it takes longer to use. So it's just it's added a new like level of of you know of thought and because like if you're going up against if you're going to get hit the next turn maybe you want to use a speed move but if you got a couple turns to kill you can kill them in one shot with the strong like so it's added a kind of a cool uh thing and I think it's part like of like a strategy yeah it's added more of a yeah. strategy and I, yeah. I think go ahead sauce
0: my question is does the Pokemon trainer say the name of the move to the Pokemon? <laughs> like Pikachu Thunderbolt
2: dude I that would be really cool <laughs> I don't oh, know Also you so. don't know I thought you did. I don't know okay. I
0: don't know I I don't that's, think so but that's what the game has needed this whole time
1: <laughs> Oh, you mean voice acting like Yeah like voice, voice lines
0: Yeah man dude the game the <laughs> game cares. Needed a,
3: Yeah
2: I mean uh, there's some voice <laughs> acting in in Sword very little but the game needs so much dude I was I was so disappointed with Pokemon Sword and Shield. So Arceus is kind of bringing back that like probably false hope. The same hope I felt for Sword and Shield is like back <laughs> with Arceus. Like, oh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be like, so we'll see. We'll see. But I think the battle system, it's it, it's ha- it has its holes, it has its problems. And you could see them big time in Shield. Uh, Shield is just, it did not feel like a good game to play. But I think Archaeus has added a cool element. So that's kind of what I wanted yeah. to, to bring up.
1: Yeah, I, I saw about that. Um, that, that. That is a cool element. I like that because, and uh, I know we're talking about Ar- Archaeus now, mm-hmm. but uh, one thing I wanted to mention is the whole Paper, Scissors, Rock aspect of it. Uh, I think the purest form of how that needed to be changed is in Pokemon Stadium. Mm-hmm. So I actually played played that recently and in Pokemon Stadium, the opponent will switch out their Pokemon every time you try to switch out yours and they'll switch it out for a Pokemon that's better against yours. Like it's, it's, high, it's yeah. the more effective type. So that gets frustrating. Like, yeah. whereas in the old Pokemon games, they're not that smart to switch out their <laughs> Pokemon. They'll, they'll leave a water type against an electric type. Yeah. Um, but. And Pokemon Stadium, you know, they just, they just keep switching out and switching out. And while I was playing it, you know, I think it was, like, maybe a couple of months ago, I, I just gave up. I quit. I just turned the game <laughs> off. I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. Like, you keep doing that to me? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they did they, they need to change something because I do. I like that, you know, being able to choose essentially, like, uh. uh a quicker attack, you know, yeah. and and you know, in the old games, a quick quick attack was that move, yeah, or any others, any other attack that had a higher rate of speed was oh, just let me just get one hit in. Yeah, they're probably gonna hit yeah. me, but uh, just get one hit in, then I'll switch out my Pokemon. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm glad they added that, and I haven't played a modern Pokemon game in so long. Yeah, but uh, that that sounds pretty cool, actually.
2: Yeah, because it it has to be a good feeling whenever you're you're playing Pokemon and you could be at a disadvantage with types, but because you are better strategically with your moves, like you can still beat a Pokemon that's supposed to beat you. Right. So it kind of yeah. sucks when the Pokemon that's supposed to wins always wins the battle. Like that's not really fun. It's like, like it's literally paper, rock, scissors, right? There's no, there's no second thoughts. Like I'm supposed to win and that's it. And so, you know, adding that I want to be able to, I want to be able to have Charizard, and I want to be able to beat Blastoise for once. Like I want to kill him <laughs> as Charizard.
0: Yeah. You just gotta grab him, fly into the air, and then drop him. <laughs> Dude,
1: that's such an epic moment. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> well, right. who do, wait, who does Charizard do that against in the anime? Dude, it's I
2: think it's Ash and Gary. Or I guess he does it. Ash and Gary, like, really? In the at the end of the first season, Charizard. His Ash Pokemon and Gary has Blastoise and
1: they fight like in that last oh, battle. okay. And he like, he flies all the way up high, and he's like flies in circles. Yeah. And then it shows this, like the earth. The seismic toss. And then, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> such a good show.
3: Man. Um,
1: but yeah, it's so, it, it's such a, like I said, it's such a boiled down, you know, the whole element elements aspect of it. It's at the forefront of the system. Mm-hmm. Whereas in other RPGs. It's just a small part mm-hmm. of a bigger battle system. Very so, true. So you know, it'll give you an edge, but it doesn't yeah. make the game. It doesn't make the battles. Exactly. It's so not a guaranteed I, win. Exactly. So I'm I'm glad they I guess they're realizing that that Pokémon kind of needs to evolve a
0: little. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> All right. I'm done. Uh I think we already talked about graphics um yeah. a little bit about how the pokemon look from the back <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other uh comments on graphics when it comes to, i guess if you played the game boy advance game it it just looks so much better than the game boy version but that looks great yeah but it it still looked really good like you know on the game boy it was good it, was, it looked good so um, the
1: attack effects um stuff that improved. like i, I used uh, oh yeah like full screen attack effects like mm, confusion true um just all, a lot of different moves uh, it's just they're they're done so well they get the point across like even something like yeah. sleep powder uh the way that the powder falls in the mm-hmm. pokemon is so like light yeah. and stuff and like, like oh, <laughs> okay you
0: know it, yeah. it gets
1: it it gets the point across pretty yeah. well
0: yeah also whenever you enter like an area or a cave it shows a little like cutscene, I guess now mm, on the like a splash screen. Like area yeah, your yeah. you're going into. That's oh, a good touch. It you know, was a nice touch. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anything else?
2: Uh, if if we're gonna finish the last thing that I, I wanted to bring up, <clears throat> which to me was the whole reason I wanted to play this game again, was the beginning level experience. Right, the beginning of the game experience. Uh, I kind of said it last time, but I truly believe po- first generation Pokemon has I'm trying to think of other games, man. It's really hard to, to think of one of a game that has a better opening experience as Pokemon first Gen does, and I say that because I think picking your first well, I guess just back up like really quick, so just a quick walkthrough, right? you wake up like in your room after. Having like a dream, I guess, from Professor Oak, and like you name yourself and you name your your. Oh, uh, yeah. I, know I don't about that. I don't know what it is, right? Then <laughs> you like shrink. So, oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So, I don't, I guess it's a dream. I guess it's something, right? Um, yeah. But so you wake up in your room and like it's awesome because there's a Super Nintendo in your room
0: and you can like play it mm-hmm. or whatever. Wait, is it NES or a Super Nintendo? Mm,
2: I don't know. I thought it was an SNES. It could be it. I think it's an SNES. I think I could oh, be wrong, okay. but I don't, it's one of the two, right? So I think that's a cool little touch, right? Because already you're connected with the player, right? Because that's me. I have, I have a Super Nintendo, right? I got a Nintendo. And so, like, that's, <laughs> and you could tell it's like the main thing he does
0: because it's like, it's in the center of his room. <laughs> like, it's in the center. Man, yeah, I'd be so weird. scared if it was a Sega Genesis. Yeah, <laughs> I know. There's no, like, oh my dude, God, that's me. <laughs>
1: that character development. You already relate to the main character.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> like, you're so, you're already like, dude, I like this guy. He's cool. And then, uh and <laughs> you walk down and then like, you have the caring mom, right? She's like, be careful out there. Even though you're like 10 years old and you're leaving forever. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's kind of weird. It's
0: kind of funny. Like, What kind of mother are you? <laughs> I know.
1: Like, like literally just letting you walk everywhere. Not like, <laughs> even like, offer a ride. What kind <laughs> of mom? I
0: know. So <laughs> wait wait wait. Are there cars in the game? None. There's, I don't even there's think more like in the motorcycles. There's motorcycles There's bicycles. Yeah, okay, there's yeah. bicycles.
2: That's about it. And boats. But I never seen and the boats. car in it. That's true. There's no roads,
0: right? In anime, <laughs> there is, world. but <laughs> there's grass everywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, like, you walk out. And you're in this little town, three three-building town. There's only three buildings in the town.
1: And it's only you and your rival that live there. <laughs> I know, and the professor. What are the odds? Lives in a lab, I guess, the whole time. So. Uh, it doesn't get very many visitors, except when people come to pick their Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen people in years. So glad you finally came. So glad.
2: <laughs> it what's funny to say, is like, you don't even visit him. He ambushes you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting for you. <laughs>
1: He's been waiting for this day. Have he waits for you to like, get into the tall grass to like yeah. pounce on you.
0: But that's the thing. Like whenever you try to leave without going to him first, he yep. tells you like, "Hey, you can't leave yet." Yeah. Oh and no! Yeah. He does. He grabs you and he pulls you into the lab. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I forgot. No,
2: and it's great. Like. It's so great, right? Because you're like, all right, I'm about, I'm, you know, you're going on an adventure and you try to go, right? But then the professor ambushes you and he's like, wait, don't go. It's dangerous. And you am like, okay. And then so takes you to the lab and
0: <laughs>
3: takes you I'm to the sorry, lab. I'm sorry. I'm thinking
0: about, I'm thinking about how like, wait, don't go. It's dangerous. I'm like, <laughs> yep. who are you? You're, you're dangerous. You're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, and so dude, it takes you back to the lab. And then he tells you you're about to go on adventure. I need you to fill out the po. Actually, I don't even know if he brings up the Pokedex in the orig- in the first conversation. It just says you're about to embark on a big journey, yada, yada. And then like the moment of truth happens, you get to pick your starting Pokemon. Right. And like going through and like seeing which one, what I love about it is because it, it, Automatically, it brings excitement, but it also brings wonder because you can only pick one and that's it. So, your whole playthrough is going to be with this one Pokemon. So, you're excited about that, but you also wonder, dude, what if I would have picked Squirtle? Like, what does Squirtle evolve mm-hmm. into? What does Bulbasaur evolve like, into? cause you get to see your original Pokemon, you get to see them evolve. And you know, if, if it was your first time playing it, you get to see Charmeleon for the first thing. You see Charizard. And so the whole time while you're enjoying that in the back of your head, you're like, man, I wish I knew what Squirtle looked like. I wonder what he looks like. So, and then, it, and then that completely changes your playthrough, right? Cause now your whole lineup changes based on your starting Pokemon. Cause you're probably not going to get another water Pokemon if you have Blastoise already. So it's just, it, it just cr- so much happens in those like first five minutes that maybe I didn't really appreciate when I was a kid. But looking back on it, like I can't think of a better game or I'm sorry, a game that has a better like intro. So there are some epic intros like I know one that we all think of like probably Metal Gear and like entering the first area and like you kind of learn you're under you're walking underwater right <laughs> in that first yeah. area <laughs> and like just kind of like learning the ropes and like sneak so there's some cool things right but man like to me like i just love the pokemon first gen intro like it's just like as a kid you just it raises so many like exciting points and so it's one of my favorite and then you get to fight your your rival right your first battle ever is with the rival and it's like it's kind of poetic because he's he if you don't know he's the very last fight of the of the storyline right so you, there's obviously yeah. more you could play after but mm-hmm. <clears throat> it started with you two started with your level five pokemon like just using tackle and scratch and then it involves into like <laughs> you know your full team like one you know six on six and see best best team wins and it kind of like Yeah, so I just, I love the intro experience. Uh, I I really am so fond of it. I've played it so many times. I've played every Pokemon, every starter Pokemon. I've even had a save file where I actually captured all 150 Pokemon. And I am like, it was one of my biggest achievements. But in the game, nothing happens. (laughs) You get a certificate in game, like a little fake certificate. (laughs) And that's it. Like It was was
1: so anticlimactic. It's a hard lesson in life, Brian. Pretty much, yeah. Um yeah so I just wanted to ask you guys uh so do y'all have like any memories with Pokemon not in game but just in general like you know not limited to in game um like for example uh I just remember vividly uh running out of so many batteries and playing <laughs> until the you know the little charge light would just be fairly visible and you know even memories playing under uh uh, under the blanket you know at night when you're supposed to be going to bed but still trying to leave a little bit of light coming through you know so that you can see the screen because it wasn't backlit back in the days yeah um and just like trying to save every couple of seconds while the battery was running low because
3: you just want to get (laughs) a little
1: further and yeah um so so you know i I just remember that so vividly and then the the last thing i was going to say um is I remember the first time I ever heard the sound effect for whenever one of your Pokemon is poisoned and you're walking around. I did not know what it was, dude. And the first time it happened, like
3: what's like, oh, happening?
1: <laughs> so my Game Boy is freaking out. Yeah, I thought it was. So a I had bitch. no idea what it was because the first time I played it.
0: Dude, um,
1: that's so, but, cool. so yeah. the... Those are two memories that like whenever even just going through, I was just like laughing to myself like, man, like it just takes me back. I remember those times. Um, um, Brian, do, do you have anything like that? No, dude. Yeah.
2: All those, right. I had all those for sure. 100%. <laughs> I think what, for me, what makes it so special is like, just, I didn't really maybe think of it before, but you talking about it or asking. Yeah, dude, do. Like I would play with my friends in elementary, like, this is like, that's what we did, man. Like when Pokemon came out, like my friend Andy, he's the first one who had it and he showed it to me. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. And so like, <laughs> he let me start yeah. a new file. He didn't let me save the file. Right. But he let me start it. So I got to see like, dude, I get to pick my own Pokemon. And so, dude, I remember like shortly after he showed it to me, I asked my dad, like, dude, can we? I just want a Game Boy. Like, it's all I want. <laughs> so, and, he, and, and so he got it for me. He got me, I think I got Blue first. And so, dude, and of after course. school, our apartment complexes were right across the street from our school. So the, me, him, me and two friends, we would walk to the apartments and we'd sit on like either a curb or like on some of the apartment stairs and we would play <laughs> together and we would share the secrets and like ask, hey, how did you do this? Where'd you get that Pokemon? And like, Bro, nice. it was just it was it was it was like it was incredible. Like that's why I think it's so I have such fond memories of it because it was like one of the main things I did with that group of friends at that time. So it was
1: pretty did, awesome. Did you ever use the game, the Game Boy Link where you can like link two Game Boys and like battle each other?
2: Yeah, yeah. We we did that. I we we mostly used it for trading, right? Cause there's some Pokemon you can oh, really right. evolve by trading. Uh mm-hmm. and so but yeah, we we fought too, we did everything, so it yeah, we did it all, and that's why it, it's it was
3: great. Yeah. Uh I didn't have too much
0: experience with Pokemon, but um Yeah, I, I just would watch kids play it from afar. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. That's all I the only
1: You're like <laughs> Professor Oak, just like
0: <laughs> waiting.
1: <laughs> waiting
0: <laughs> waiting for somebody walking to ground. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright Um. well y'all yeah, guys played it multiple times so I'm, I'm it's a no brainer that y'all guys would play it again Um. I guess how long would y'all wait till y'all played it another time
3: Um. I, I probably like I probably
2: play it every like couple years I'll probably do a playthrough like or I'll start at least yeah. start a playthrough I don't know if I like I haven't finished every playthrough I started, but like when I have the itch to go back and play, I'll. Yeah, I always go back to it.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and this I, may not be a popular opinion, but um, it it was it was hard for me to play at this time, and mm-hmm. not just because of the you know the the time, what what the time crunch that we're on to you know having a week to. Well, it, and it's not even a week to pass it, right? It's just a week to experience it before, you know, we talk about it. Um, I'll probably, I'm going to keep the save file, obviously. I'm going to mm-hmm. go back to it every once in a while when I'm in the mood. Um, but in all honesty, I probably won't revisit it very often. It's yeah. just, it, it's so bare bones and it's, it's so uh, paper, rock, scissors and so grindy. Um That just, I guess I feel spoiled with the amount of games out there now that just adds so much uh, to that kind of formula now. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I don't see myself really going back too much to it, but this was great. Like, this got me all nostalgic and revisiting my memories and stuff, and even... some of the, uh, the fights with Pokemon that I was trying to catch, you know, it's so exciting, like trying not to kill it all the way. Like yeah. I ran into a dug Trio, a level 29 <laughs> Doug Trio that I was trying to catch, and I was trying to put it to sleep, but it wakes up like two turns later. And I'm like trying not to kill it, and I wanna catch it. And yeah. even in a weakened state, it still busts out of the Pokeball. And, and I remember that from a kid, you know, as being a kid too, you know, all that excitement of catching a Pokemon and stuff. Um, and I, I felt that again, you know, all the, all the feels, all the nostalgic feels. Um, so, I had a lot of fun with it, um, but I won't go back to it
2: very often, probably. <laughs> yeah. to- totally understandable, for sure.
0: Yeah. I I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. I, oh, I really, nice. really liked mm. it. Um, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, that makes me happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy because I, I never even, like, I guess because of the fact that, you know, we had to play it for a week and just kind of, even whether you like it or not, you know, just try to get as far as you can possible, and then just be so we can talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. And I got into it, man. Like, I I really cool. researched the, like, I looked up, okay, I kind of, I guess I cheated, but you kind of, like, I saw what trainers, I mean, what uh, gym leaders were going to have what Pokemon, and so I yeah. just, like, made sure mm, that I had yeah. a Pokemon with the element to be able to beat it. Um,
2: Hey, that's okay, because... Yeah one most frustrating thing is going into a fight you can't win like that's and then you gotta go catch a Pokemon <laughs> and
0: train it Like so
3: hey yeah it's okay yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah and so um, I really enjoyed it and make I really wanna finish it so I'm Dude, h- awesome hoping, hmm. I'm hoping that this will be my kinda like cause whenever I walk the dog I'd like just have it with me and I'm just <laughs> playing it like as I'm walking my dog and stuff nice so, Um. so yeah definitely I know I said this with Metroid, but I'm I'm gonna finish this one first before I go back to Metroid for sure. Dude, awesome! Okay. So, yeah. that,
2: that actually nice. makes me really happy. I'm glad that, yeah. that you yeah. liked it because it is a great game, man. I mean, this like this is a it's you know there's a reason why it's still alive and kicking. You know, like it's yeah. so good. Obviously, like I said, I know we talked about some of the the holes and cracks that it has, but it's fun, man. If it's fun, it's fun. Like, and if it captures you, it captures you. Like, it's it's such a great, such a great game.
0: So, uh, y'all don't have to do this, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna tell y'all what my six Pokemon are that I've been. (laughs) I can do that. Yeah, let's do that.
3: So I have Farfetch. Nice. And Farfetch has. Peck, Sand Attack, Leer, and Cut. Nice. And then I have my starter, which is um, Quirtle that turned into a War Turtle. And I have Water Gun, Bite, Water Pulse, and Secret Power. Some good moves, good moves. Mm
0: -hmm. And then I have Graveler. Which was Geo Dude, but then he turned into Grabbler. I had I had to evolve him. He has Mega cool. Punch, Rock Throw, Dig, and Self Destruct. <laughs> Do nice. Self Destruct is so good. Like whenever it's you so want to <laughs> level somebody up, like yeah. you start off with that and oh, you want to level up, and then use Self Destruct to just like destroy like a uh, whoever you're fighting. And the and then
3: other lo- that is good. Yeah. And the other Pokemon gets all the XP, right?
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: And then, uh, what else? I have, a uh, Oddish. <laughs> okay. And, uh, Absorb, Sleep Powder, Poison Powder, and Stunt Spore. And then I have, a uh, Voltorb.
0: And I named them Flash, because I only use them for Flash.
3: For only for Flash, yep. yeah.
0: So it's Dude. Charged, Tackle, Screech, and Flash. Yeah.
3: And then I have uh, Kadabra. Yep, it's a good one, yep. dude. His confusion, teleport, and disable catching so, him in that that area, right? That, that
0: yeah, 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 that one area, like that's a that's a really tactical move move to make. Yeah. So what I ended up doing is that you know that one building that has a daycare, the Pokemon daycare. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I left him there. He was level 8. I left him there and then I just walked around the building a whole bunch until he turned <laughs> 15. Oh my and gosh it, And then I took him and then I beat a couple of the trainers around this area and leveled them to 16 until he turned into Cadabra and confusion and got confusion. Wait,
1: is it is it based on how many uh, steps you take or how much t- in-game time passes?
0: Yeah. Is one experience point per step?
1: Wow, I didn't know that,
0: bro. So if you just run around in circles, he just like yeah. And then fast forward <laughs> on the
1: emulator. If you fast forward it, that gets a lot easier. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> but if you run around too far and he levels up to 16, then he oh. doesn't turn into Kadabra.
3: Oh. Yeah,
2: he'll stay, and then he'll he miss. He'll miss out on confusion, won't you? Pretty yeah.
0: much. So
2: they don't. Yeah, because I mean, they don't evolve in there. They I just had to level do it three up three
0: times. <laughs> so I, I had to catch. Three uh Abra. <laughs> oh my god.
1: But that'd be a lesson to yeah, our yeah. listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah, so but that's my team right there. So Graveler, War Turtle, and Kadabra were like my three main people. I'll just like destroy everybody. Um,
1: if you could real nice. quick, Sasa, what levels were they each? Like if you could say the name of the Pokemon and their level. Uh,
0: so War Turtle was level 27, Graveler is twenty-six is 20, Flash is 14, Oddish is 18, and uh, Farfetch'd is 15. Okay. Nice. Yes. So they're all over the place. But I I really, what I did was I leveled them up fighting trainers, not fighting grass Pokemon. I just actually really skipped all of the Pokemon in the grass. I just like, <laughs> I would run away from them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's free XP, man. <laughs> but yeah, but you get so much more experience from fighting trainers than if you yeah, were Yeah, that's
1: Cooper. true. Um, I, I guess I can go next. Um, so
3: I have Pikachu, because you need to have Pikachu. Uh, and he knows... Where's the attack? Oh
1: yeah, he knows Thundershock, Growl, Quick Attack, and Slam.
3: Uh, Charmeleon he knows smokescreen dig ember and metal claw yep mankey and
1: he has scratch fury swipes low kick and karate
3: chop uh pidgeotto has tackle sand attack gust and quick attack
1: butterfree uh he has tackle, sleep powder, poison powder, and confusion. Uh Diggy is mm-hmm. oh that's Doug Trio. Called him Diggy. <laughs> uh he has Dig, Fury Swipes, Mud Slap, and Cut. So they're all uh upper 20s. Pikachu's 24, Charmeleon 25, Mankey 20, Pidgeotto 25, Butterfree 25, and uh, Doug Trio, uh, same level that I caught him at, which was level twenty nine. Um, nice. So as far as uh, my team, it, it's pretty scattered, uh, but I think that's how I approached Pokemon the first time I played it too. I just wanted a varied team, um, even before I knew about TMs and HMs within the game. Uh, I back in the day, I didn't see a lot of need for Growl and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's the other one? Lear. Yeah, Lear. Tail whip. Or tail whip. Um, I didn't really understand yeah. the importance of them, uh, so even in this playthrough, I just like tried to forget those moves whenever I could, um, which is not <laughs> a, not good strategically. Um, but yeah, that that was that was my team.
3: Nice.
2: Uh, my well, I remember. So this is kind of like my challenge file. I I was trying to play without evolving any Pokemon. Uh, So that's why the list is a little random and I try to have Pokemon. I try to not do the HM thing so much. I try to like, I'm trying to get Pokemon that I just want. But anyway, so my first one, I have, I have a Krabby Mm. Krabby's level right now. now He's level 37. He knows stomp, surf, mudshot, and guillotine, which guillotine is like a one hit KO, but it's really hard to hit. So Krabby, I like him. Uh, I had Abra, too. I was trying to beat it with Abra. But the hard thing, though, because without evolving him, he doesn't learn any moves, right? So so my Abra, though, it's level 36. And I have Shockwave. I have Teleport. I have Reflect. And I have a move called Metronome. And so I have Abra. I have Dratini. Uh, He evolves into Dragon Knight later. Mm -hmm. You know who Dragon Knight is? Dratini. He's level 35. He doesn't evolve
0: to Martini? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, Sazam. Oh, you.
2: <laughs> Dratini, he's level 35. Uh, he knows Surf, he knows Slam, Dragon Rage, and Thunderwave. Uh, then I have Charmander, he's level 40. Right now he knows Flamethrower, Metal Claw, Slash, and Smokescreen. Uh, then I have Pikachu, level 37. He knows Thunderbolt, Strength, Double Team, and Thunder Wave and then my last one is grimer who knows Mm. sludge rock tomb minimize and acid armor level 35 so
1: nice it's funny our our teams are all kind of like very different from each other
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) So yep that's mine those are mine very cool i'm glad you liked the sauce i think that's i consider this a big win that you liked it and played
1: through it great success
0: all right and on to the last segment of the podcast um the wheel of gaming so let's go around Woo! and say yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go around and say what are two games that we're going to be adding to the wheel so i'll start it off uh, i'm adding final fantasy tactics and harvest moon for valentine's day
2: <laughs> i have final fantasy tactics also and i am throwing in mega man x4
1: and I am putting in Metal Gear Solid and Resident Evil
3: 1. Nice. All very good games. All right. And start the wheel. All right. It's going to spin. Here we go. It's spinning. <laughs> big money, big money. Uh oh. <gasps> Sasa, you got your way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy Dude. Tactics is the winner.
0: Don't I feel like the only wow. reason we got it, is it mine or is it Brian's Final Fantasy Tactics?
1: I don't think we can This is so. more for you. This yeah. is more for you, Sasso.
0: Man.
1: It's been a long journey, but you, I know. We, we got your game now. <laughs>
0: Three episodes in. I th- yeah, yeah, I think Brian got a head start on it, but uh, definitely. And <laughs> yeah, basically two of my games... This is all we've done. This is two games I've... I know this yeah. is one at Metroid Fusion also. <laughs> man, I'm excited so, to, for us to want to play this game so much.
1: I mean, I'm excited too. Uh, I think the only Final Fantasy game I've ever played was Final Fantasy 7 and I didn't make it very far in that game. <laughs> um, so, I mean, just any any Final Fantasy game I'm I'm down to play. I, I know they have a great uh, reputation for story, so
3: oh,
0: definitely man. excited. I'm definitely... Yeah, it's... Oh, dude, when I was talking to Brian about this game and when we were like first really talking about the game, I think Brian started it and he didn't like it. So I was kind of bummed out by it. So, yeah, I'll let Brian talk about it. Go ahead, Brian.
2: Yeah, no. So just really quick. I didn't I didn't really like the game the first time I played it. It's it's a hard game, like especially if you don't know what you're doing. It's tough and it's a tactical game. the genre of tactical is like you're on a playing like a board style and you can move certain spaces and attack Mm -hmm. certain ranges. So, you know, even like I thought, you know, final fantasy game, it's turn-based. And then when you, if you don't know what you're getting into with tactics, it's like, it's a totally different game. It's not anything. It's not turn-based. It's, it's, it doesn't have the same, same kind of fantasy if if you've played final fantasy seven. So, uh, it can be a very different game. Uh, but recently I've been playing it again. I just started. So this is very convenient because I'm already kind of playing it a little bit. So I've really enjoyed it the second play time. And I think,
0: yeah, yeah
2: it's going to be, it's going to be a good.
0: Brian might be the only one that passes it when we talk about it, but.
2: Dude, seriously. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm, I'm not going to say very much about it because no, there's so yeah. much I want to say. Yeah. but Oh man. Excited. Go, go into it fresh. Yeah, Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Esteban will talk a little bit off stream, but yeah,
1: because yeah, I'll be texting you a lot. Yeah, <laughs> probably gonna need a lot of help, but yeah. I'm excited. This have, should be fun.
0: I have pretty, uh, I have plenty of tips, plenty of tips to yeah. give you. It's so, also. Mm, um, str-
2: strategist. Yeah, but hey, but Brian <laughs> told me <I> <laughs> Brian told
0: me some stuff that I didn't even know about either. So it's it's gonna be good. So, all right, guys. Well, this is awesome. I'm so excited about this game uh for the listeners if you guys are wanting to join in and play the game too uh let us know uh your experiences with it what you'd like what you don't like also uh let us know what kind of games y'all guys are into and um maybe you know one day we'll we'll add a um listener's choice to the wheel <laughs> and to see oh, yeah. how that how that goes um but uh i'm so excited this is gonna be awesome i'm, I'm wanna, i want us to play this game for two weeks instead of one <laughs> so, we might we probably might. need it we might have to man <laughs> it's a long game so anyways all right guys it was fun i hope you guys enjoyed our uh, breakdown of pokemon uh red first generation um like I said, if y'all have any point, any games y'all want, y'all want us to kind of talk about, we'll throw them in the wheel if y'all if y'all let us know. As long as it's a mm-hmm. retro game and don't be giving us like Halo Infinite or something like, <laughs> um, or anything new. Uh, but anyways, so it was. Let us know what y'all think. We have our Instagram, the Dualcast Instagram. We also have a. Uh, uh twitter so let us know on there i ask questions on twitter but nobody talks to me so nobody (laughs) responds to my questions but uh i'm gonna keep posting on there and 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 uh like i said if y'all respond to my questions i'll hey i'll give y'all a shout out and i'll let y'all um what do you call it Oh my tr- my training of thought just went away like cuz I'm so excited about Final <laughs> 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 anyways uh yeah yeah so go on twitter just give us a shout out talk to us and we'll you know I I want to talk to everybody and and get you know get your point of views on games what's your favorite consoles what's your favorite handhelds what's your favorite genre of gaming you know yeah. maybe one day we can instead of just talking about one game we can talk about a whole genre of gaming like rpgs uh, from retro like from all the different kinds of consoles that the, that's been out there you know there's so many things to talk about um but uh let us know all right guys well it was fun and um uh, god bless
1: see you guys next see you guys